Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi everyone, welcome to another edition of Leadership Revealed. In this episode, we're going to talk about the opposite of what you might think. So I'm going to tell you not to work too hard. Uh, In fact, I don't want you to work that hard at all. Um, But before you think I've lost my marbles, let me explain. There's a lot of business people, a lot of theories, a lot of skills of thought saying that you have to work at 100 miles an hour all the time. And if you don't, you're quite lazy. Now, I don't subscribe to that. I do think that you have to work hard so you don't have to work hard later on. Um, But I do... And I am a big, big believer in in downtime. Uh, For the first three years of setting up my business, I never took a holiday. It was about two years, 10 months, and it absolutely killed me. The one thing that kept me going was the fact that I trained a lot at the gym um, and I ate reasonably well. But I do know that if I didn't or hadn't have eaten well or trained as hard as I did, then I really think my body and my mind would have um, been in a lot worse position. So when you're working as hard as what, I am, is what you guys are, is what you might think you should be working when you're running and trying to grow a business. It's very, very important to take that necessary time off to recharge your batteries and come back. Your brain's a muscle, your body's a muscle, and you've got to listen to it. You can overstress and overwork muscles. If any of you have ever played any sort of sport or have just pulled a muscle doing something quite mundane, then you realise it can be quite, quite painful. And effectively, that's what you do when you overstress your brain and you overwork and you get overtired. And of course, we take it out on those who we love. Um, So I'm just going to go through a few things that you you can do to implement into your daily routine or your monthly routine, just to make sure that you, um, you take that necessary time off and you just get the best out of yourself. Because there's no good stressing a sports car 100 miles an hour absolutely everywhere. It's going to break. It's far better to stress it than rest it. Stress it than rest it because it's going to last so much longer. So the first thing you need to do is you need to have planned vacation. Take planned time off. You might not want to do it. You might not feel you deserve it. Again, that's another thing we've got to get over, that myth of deserving a break, that myth, myth of saying, well, my, my staff don't take that many breaks. They've, they've got the, the 20 days or the, um, the bank holidays. So I can't take as many as them off. I'm sorry, guys, that's absolute rubbish. You could and should be taking the same, if not more, off. At the end of the day, as entrepreneurs and business owners, we take more risks, we take more stress, we take more pressures than 99.99999% of all employees. So therefore, if we're more stressed and we take on that more pressure and issues, then certainly by that logic, we should have more time off to recharge and, and, and get back on, you know, to the place of where we were before. So... Again, you need to have that planned vacation. So, you know, have, you know, I have three or four holidays a year, like week or two weeks holidays, and then I'll probably have half a dozen weekends or, or half a dozen just little breaks away just to recharge those batteries. I can tell when I'm getting a little bit down. Um, I start getting, feeling a little bit cold, head colds. Um, I start feeling a bit tired. I start not wanting to get up in the morning. And I absolutely love what I do. So if I get up first thing in the morning and I just want to lay in bed playing on my phone or go downstairs and, and, and read um, and not actually get up and go to work or go to my favourite place, which is Costa, um, and have a dull macchiato 
I'm not sponsored by Costa, by the way, guys, but it is a really nice uh, um, coffee. Um, then if I if I know I'm not wanting to do that, or I've got to force myself to get up, then I know it's, I'm, I'm needing a break. I'm heading for a break. And quite fortunately, my Mrs. Gemma, my wife, she can recognise that and she says, right, we've got a night away or I've got the kids minded. We're going for a little lovely uh, day, night trip in York or wherever. So it's it's very important to listen to your body. More importantly, listen to your partner. So your partner will probably read the signs um, probably better than you. Because I know in my case, Gemma does. I'm a little bit of a martyr sometimes. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm a you know tough bloke. I'm fine. I'll get on with it. But she says, no, nope, we're getting that night away. So you've got to listen to you, your partner, and listen to your body. So that planned vacation time is incredibly important. And enjoy it as well, and you've got to switch off as best you can. I'll still get up in the morning. I'll answer a couple hours' worth of emails, and as soon as everybody gets up, that's me switched off. I might do some emails in the evening um, when everybody's watching TV. But again, it's really important that I actually switch off for a good you know, eight, nine, ten hours um, a day, just so I can recharge and, and get fresh for when I come back. I also find that when I'm away, I come up with a lot of ideas. So I might not be working on work work, as in answering emails and phone calls and meetings and etc. Uh, but I do like to read business books. That's how I relax. That is me relaxing. I do like to come up with ideas. Again, that's how I relax. So um, while I'm away, I'm not working, but I am thinking of things how to improve my business. You might think I'm going to be, uh, I'm not going to try and be a bit of an evangelical um, food or health nut here, but you need to eat well and you need to train if you want to get the best out of your body. Now, I'm not saying you need to go to the gym 10 times a week and, and eat nothing but lettuce and rice and chicken breast, but you do need to eat better and as best as you possibly can. I know absolutely from my personal experience that when I'm eating well and I'm training well, I sleep better, um, I perform better at work, I'm less ratty. I've got more energy and I just seem to make uh, clearer decisions as well. So things like just staying hydrated, that helps clarity of thought. Eat as much vegetables and greens as you can. You know, staying away from, from wine and, and, you know, dairy products and pop and stuff like that. Not eating late on a night. Working hard at the gym as well. Not just going for a social and a bit of a, how are you doing? Yeah, see the football at the weekend. We're actually getting stuck in and giving it a good workout. Again, there's nothing better than having a fantastic workout and then going to setting the day up and going straight to work. I always like training first thing in the morning because I do believe it sets me up for the day. Um, I do know in the past when I was um, you know, doing my martial arts career, it was always on the night time. Uh, but each, each their own, whatever and however you can fit it in. I know a lot of people have got commitments in the morning with small children. I'm very lucky that my partner takes them um, to school. So resting well as well. I know we've talked about planned holidays, but weekends you need to take off. There's been a couple of threads on the various forums that I'm aware of where people are saying, you know, I'm crushing it, I'm smashing it, I'm doing viewings, I'm doing this, I'm working hard, I'm doing writing this, report, researching this, you know, late on Saturday night and Sunday. Try not to if you possibly can. I'm guilty of it and I have been in the past and I'm not going to sit here and be hypocritical and preach and say I never do it but I don't do it nearly half as much as what I used to because I want to be able to relax at the weekend because you don't want it to feel Groundhog Day where you literally just finish work on a Friday evening and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's 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 Monday morning because you've worked the weekend and then you've really got to get back to the grind. I also like getting up very early. Now, this is unusual how early I get up. I get up anywhere between 4, 4.40 and, and you know 10 to 5 and I, and I wake up without an alarm. My alarm goes off at five o'clock and probably it only has to wake me up once every 10, once every 15 uh, days. But I enjoy getting up early, 
get a quick shower shave, go straight to Costa, and I'm there for about quarter past five, and then I'll do three or four hours work, and then I'll, I'll probably just go into the branches and do whatever. In that three or four hours, I get so much work done. Plan things, I review things, I strategize, I research things, um, you know, I get so much done. So it's very, very important that um, you can do exactly the same. Get up early. Um, now, not a lot of people like getting up early, and I can completely understand that. Um, and the people do come up with the excuse that um, I've tried it and my body doesn't suit it. That's fine. But I just want one caveat on that. Make sure that you tried it with full intensity to get up that, that early in the morning because there's a big difference because when you, you get up that early and it stresses your body out, and you have to give up or you have to stop getting up that early. Or there's a big, or, or the alternative, which is you get up and you just don't like it. And you say, oh, this isn't for me. And your mind gives up before your body. If people can't perform early in the morning and they get it, it's the body that gives up, totally get that. But if it's just because, and I'm sorry to say you had a weak mind, you got up two mornings in, in early January and it was cold and you went want to go back into your nice warm cuddly bed. And therefore I said, oh, early mornings don't work for me. That's not, that's not, it doesn't work for you. That's just, you, you've got a weak mind and you gave up too early. It, you know, your mind is a muscle and you have to train it. So by getting up early four, five, six weeks off the trot at the five o'clock, at the half five, six o'clock. And in fact, if you get up at seven o'clock and that's early, just knock it back half an hour, half six, do that. And then when that gets easy and you start to wake up without a clock, then knock it back at six o'clock, then half five. And listen, half five is perfectly early enough for a lot of people. You don't have to get up any earlier than that. One thing I do with my coaching clients, and we have we speak about this quite a lot, is that when they say, um, oh, I haven't got the time, I'll ask them what time they get up. And they'll say, oh, seven o'clock, and then I've got to bath the kids and get the kids ready for school. Great, get up at six o'clock. And they'll go, what? what? Get up at six o'clock? I went, yeah, there's two six o'clocks in the, in the, in the clock, you know. you know, It's not just one at, um, you know, at tea time. You can get up earlier. You don't have to get up at the same time you normally do. If your kids get up at 7 o'clock, you get up at 6 o'clock. That's a, an, a full hour where you're not being bothered by the kids. That's a brilliant hour, and it's so quiet. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll get up. I'll come downstairs, as I said, shower, shave, uh, make myself a little coffee, and um, I'll take that to Costa. But it's a five, six, seven-minute drive, and I can cl clarity of thought. I can just think. I get there. The guys in Costa are very good. I've been doing it for about two and a half years now. Um, if anybody follows me on Instagram, you'll see that. Um, Costa selfie, hashtag Costa selfie. And they just leave me alone. I might have five, 10 minutes, a little bit of chinwag with them here and there. But in the main, I just get on with it. And the amount of work I can get done is, is it's just phenomenal. I can't, I can't express how important it is my early morning routine. Um, another thing you need to do if you want to not be stressed in your work is relax. Don't take things too personal. Now, this isn't just in your personal life, but this is also in your professional life. So if somebody puts the notice in, somebody doesn't do what they said they were going to do, somebody lets you down, don't take it personal. They didn't do it specifically to wind you up. They didn't say, right, I'm going to put my notice in because I know it's going to piss John off. They put their notice in because they believed the alternative was better for them. Once you can look at it from that angle, it doesn't pee you off as much. You're not. You are quite relaxed. So there's a good friend of mine. I'm not going to name his name. It's his story to tell. Um, but he's just had, uh, he's got a small business and he had, uh, I think he's got four or five staff and pretty much all but one of them have, have put the notice in for various reasons. Not Nothing to do with this chap, not his fault. He runs a pretty decent business and a, and a tight ship. And I was speaking to him the other night and the first thing he said was, I'm fine about it. Now, this guy's quite highly strung. I'll joke on saying he's got management, anger management issues. 
But it was a real, real good breakthrough for me to see um, with him that he just said, I'm fine about it. It's clearly their decision. It's better for us. It's better for them. We don't want them here if they're not happy. And I don't want them here if they're not happy. And I thought that's a very, very mature and business-like way to look at things. So he's more relaxed. And for him, that was a major breakthrough because if it was six, seven months ago, maybe a year ago, he'd have been hitting his roof, hitting the roof, and I'd have had the phone on my shoulder going, uh-huh, uh-huh, doing something else because I wouldn't have been able to talk to him. But this time he was just so calm and collected about it and so relaxed. And he could just hear it in his voice. And I met him a couple of days later. And he was just amazingly relaxed about it. And I think that's very important to make sure that we don't get stressed at work, is that we just don't take things um, personally. We want to have those stress-free situations. So don't put put yourself in those stressful situations. Take yourself away from it. If something happens at work um, and it happens again and it happens again and the same thing happens a fourth and a fifth time, then to be blunt, you've done nothing wrong. You're an idiot. You know, if something goes wrong at work, you see, you analyse it, what went wrong, why it went wrong, can't, what can we do to put it right the next time? Once you put it right, it's not going to happen or it shouldn't happen again. Therefore, that situation will not happen again and you won't get stressed out. So it's incredibly important that you don't work too hard in your business all the time. Now, that's a complete opposite of being a lazy git. You know, you've got to work hard to build a business, but when you feel your body, listen to it, when it starts to get stressed out, you start to get tired, you start to, you can't be bothered, you're snapping at people, you're snapping at your kids and your wife and your husband at home, that's when it's time to just take a break and relax. 24, 48 hours, go for a spa, go for a little log cabin somewhere um, and just chill out and relax it. It is so, so important. The improvements and changes in myself as a person and my business, because of when I feel myself getting chewed and stressed, um, I've been able to recognize that and do something about it. So I highly recommend that you listen to yourself, listen to your body, and try and make sure you do everything you possibly can to try and unstress yourself. Because again, you know, you're going to benefit in the long run and so is your business and definitely your employees. So we've enjoyed that episode, guys, and we'll see you next time on Leadership Revealed.